0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen, and with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin.
1: And I'm David Gura. Listen to the big take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old
3: republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller
2: starts right now. In the air everywhere. Back at the podcast dojo, you have stumbled on another Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio taking you through the weekend on this podcast. And we have arrived at a very popular podcast, the mailbag, but it's not just the mailbag, Danny G. We have more content as you hang out in sin city. We have more content than just the mailbag because we also will have pop goes the culture. How exciting is that?
3: Yeah. You can't just have cocaine. You can't just have hookers. You have to have a bunch of hookers and cocaine, bunch of hookers and cocaine.
2: that's the yeah, that's the line right there. You got it. You gotta have it. That's a requirement. Uh, absolutely a requirement. And uh, thanks to everyone that took time out on the mailbag. And it was a little slow. I posted on the fourth of July for the mailbag, which was risky because most people aren't on social media on the fourth of July. But I thought, well, we'll see. We'll test it out. Total disaster. There were very few questions. And then Alf, the alien alpiner, he called the Maler militia. He called all the P1s, the Brigadier Generals and the Malheur Militia. He called them out to send questions in. So we, we got a ton of questions this week, which is great. But I want to thank Alf, who's always there to answer the call. My man, Alf, the alien alpiner. Outstanding. But we will have Pop Goes the Culture. I did want to mention there's a new open, which we will not be doing today, Danny. But I did send it to you. I already was bumping it in my car. Yeah, we have a new Scientifical yeah. Jingle. By
3: request from you. Last weekend, I goofed around after it and I was turning the reverb up on our voices up and down and just goofing with Ohio Al. And he was like, It's delay, not reverb. (laughs) And his new version of it, his remix, is even more awesome than the original. So, Ohio Al, we appreciate all the work you do.
2: Yes, we appreciate that. Although, I guess we could play it. I don't know. Do we want to play? We're not doing scientific. We could. Well, actually, you know, what? you know what? I got a couple scientifical stories. If you want, okay. you, yeah, yeah, what? let's. Right. I'll play the remix right here,
3: and then you give us two stories. with science. with science. Science. Science.
2: Science. 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 Okay, good job. Yeah. Oh, wow, nice. As he said, uh, it was too heavy on the delay effect, not reverb, in the uh, final mix, and so there you go. This is yeah, this <laughs> is reverb. <laughs> Ohio, I wants to know: Are you less dizzy now, Danny? Are you <laughs> less? Uh, you are. Uh, uh, all right. Well, here we go. These are scientifical stories, and uh, how about this one? Uh, Harvard scientists say the UFO that crashed in the ocean in 2014 appears to be artificial in origin. So they say uh, this is uh, coming from Harvard. This is another science-related story about UFOs. There's been a ton of these. There was a story this week that a a Republican congressperson said that UFOs may be ancient civilizations. Not a scientist, though. Uh, but, But this Harvard scientist has chimed in on this. And we've got government officials. It certainly is directing. Everything's directing towards some big global announcement. And we'll see what happens. Get your toilet paper and bottled water ready. So that was the first science story. The other one.
3: This- oh, and by the way, yes. LeBron called Wemby an alien.
2: Oh, well, Adam Silver's an alien. So there's plenty of aliens uh, there. Uh, now, here's a fun story. This is from the science world. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the scientist there, the average person eats up to how many flies, maggots, and other bugs each year? Ugh.
3: The fat boys are back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man! Uh, I don't even. I don't. I don't think I want to know the answer to this.
2: This is fascinating. And the only reason we're doing this is because Ohio. I'll put a song, and otherwise, I was gonna. I wasn't gonna get to this, but the average person eats up to one pound of flies oh. and maggots. I blame you for this, Ohio. <laughs> Well, I guess it's good. We eat the maggots, and then when we die, they eat us. So that's a wonderful thing. But uh, they, they claim this is because fruits, vegetables, spices, and most processed foods are legally permitted by the FDA to contain very small levels of bug parts. But you eat every day. Most people eat three meals a day. I eat one meal a day. But over the course of time, you're eating all those bugs. Uh, And they they did an analysis. They said canned fruit juices can have a maggot for every 250 millimeters and 10 grams. Wow. A maggot for every 250 millimeters. Thanks, Uh, Tom, for serving all that canned apple juice. (laughs) Yeah, get that cranberry juice right now. Knock yourself out on that. Uh, That is outstanding. Uh, And so, okay, daily consumption of Bugs, Uh, they say that in peanut butter, they allow 20 whole insects for every 100 pound bag of peanut butter. (laughs) Uh, They say a standard jar of peanut butter often has between 300 and 500 grams, but you do the math on that. A single jar of peanut butter can have around five rodent hairs, 150 insect fragments, and still be okay. Get the green light. Giving us way too much information now wow man all right I mean there's no I got some other bug stories here if you want there was a a guy there was an autopsy in for a guy in Florida who died he died after winning a cockroach eating contest and he was he choked to death on cockroaches what a way to go out did I have intermittent chest pains yeah, yeah, great how'd you go out I, I cockroaches and they uh, I choked on cockroach. Oh, okay, uh, So that's uh, science. Uh, we have Pop Goes the Culture. Do we have that? Is that ready to go? Fire it up right now.
3: Pop, 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 pop goes to Gojo. Pop, pop, pop goes Pop, pop, pop goes pop, 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 goes to
1: pop, pop. pop.
2: All right. Very, very good here. Uh, Pop goes the culture. So a lot of stories about Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg this week, including Elon Musk threatening to sue Mark Zuckerberg for ripping off Twitter with threads, which is, it's not quite a perfect doppelganger of Twitter, but it's pretty close. Although they don't have the, tweet deck i i actually messaged mark zuckerberg i'm sure he'll pay attention on threads and i said listen if you get a search engine like twitter has with tweet deck which uh, is going to go to a paywall if you can set that up mark i'm in i'm off twitter i'll just move over there and uh, of course eddie garcia chimed in and said he's he did the ultimate old guy thing danny eddie said that he's not going to any other social media said if twitter dies that's it i don't care i'm leaving goodbye (laughs) what a a great attitude i thought
3: you were gonna say he put his phone number as his handle
2: oh no that's uh what you uh, yeah that's not that's the all-time gold standard for a twitter story from a listener uh yeah uh but elon musk and mark zuckerberg have been offered to have their celebrity fight you see this the last week at At the coliseum yeah the coliseum in rome and uh how many does that hold? Do we know the seats on that? I, I don't. It's not really a, an active sports venue at this point, right? I, I don't dead know. or alive? Well <laughs> oh, oh, dead! Yeah, they'd have an all-time uh, high. I actually I bring that up because the tourist who famously defaced the Colosseum wrote a letter. This is one of the funniest letters I've ever seen. She so remember the story? We talked about it. I think on the podcast. This guy went to to the Colosseum, a tourist in Rome. And this thing's almost two thousand years old. And he drew the initials of his girlfriend on the Coliseum, right? He, he, with, he used his keys to etch his you know, love of his girlfriend. But, boy, you talk about being whipped, man. My God. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, anyway, uh, you can't be doing that. So the guy, how old do you think the guy was, Eddie? How do you think this guy was? Uh, I called you Eddie. Did I call you Eddie? I just called you Eddie. What? Why did I call you Eddie. You're, I don't know because I'm on fan. Threads. I signed up last Thursday. I did too. I signed up uh, myself. I I signed up and nice. I'll add you on there. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's cool. Whatever. I, I'm into it. I I go where the people is. you. I learned Eddie didn't learn this, but I believe you have to adapt. It's Darwinism. If you don't adapt, you die. Like Eddie. Eddie be the guy. I'm on AOL. I'm not going on anything. I'm on MySpace. I'm not going to Facebook. You know. I mean, like, come on. But anyway, so hey, yeah, you're I, saying this guy scratched in. His love for his girlfriend? Yeah, like her initials, a love note on the wall of the Colosseum. I mean, what, was he 13 years old? How about the opposite of that? How about 31 years old? Oh, man. That's 31 years old. I think it was Harold from uh, <laughs> Match Me Abroad. Uh, his name is Ivan Ditmetrov is his name, and uh, he wrote a letter of apology July 4th, which is just July 4th in Rome, it was addressed to the prosecutor's office because he's worried about his going to jail, the mayor of Rome and all the other big executives there. And a portion of the letter was published in the daily newspaper in Rome, the, the daily there. And this guy claimed this is outstanding. You talk about uh you talk about bullshit. This guy claimed he had, quote, no idea it was so ancient. The Colosseum in Rome. (laughs) Uh, You have all those thousands
3: and thousands of visitors there with you because people want to see some brand new shit that was just built.
2: It was actually built in 1987. It just looks like it's old. It was built in 90. It's like the hotels in Vegas. You know, to say there's some of them make, they look like they're old. Uh, So that is uh, just. Wonderful, Just absolutely wonderful. Well, here's a story. I think this was a movie on Pop Goes the Culture, but now it's reality. A guy in California has been sentenced over six years in prison. Why? He conducted a Ponzi scheme involving horse shit. Or actually cow shit. Excuse me. Cow shit. An $8.7 million cow manure Ponzi scheme, according to the U.S. Attorney General's Office. And this guy's going to jail for six years because of uh, cow manure. (laughs) Wow. What is
3: worse? Do you know the answer to this? Does cow shit smell worse than horse shit?
2: I think it does, and here's why. I've heard that horse shit will just vanish. You, You don't necessarily have to pick up horse shit because it'll shrink and it'll pretty much go away. But when I've driven through your old stomping grounds kind of in central California there, and I've gone up through Fresno and that area, that is such a pungent smell in the 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 toilet bowl of California where all the, the food oh, is made. You're not
3: kidding because when my mom left San Jose to buy property in the Modesto area, she was all excited about how cheap the homes were. And me and my older brother, we were in high school. We're like, Mom, you know there's a reason why the homes are cheap, right? <clears throat> Dude, just driving into that area, it's like a wall of cow shit smell. Knocks you on your ass. It is one of the worst smells I've ever experienced
2: it's terrible you drive on on interstate five through california and you cannot leave your windows down or you will be overwhelmed danny with that smell and it just is oh yeah what is that the harris ranch yeah i think i think that's i think that's it yeah
3: yeah when you get to the the middle of the drive to the bay area on the five freeway you get to harris ranch and boy let me tell you you know you're there
2: (laughs) So this guy is scammed. This guy got $8.7 million from investors. He claimed he could turn cow manure into green energy, except he couldn't. Uh, Because in theory, the methane could then be taken out of the manure and then sold on the open market as green energy and all that. But this guy, I guess, was just a a scam artist, and he told investors they were going to receive tax incentives and 66% of all net profits. Yeah. What's the old line, Danny? If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Isn't that usually how that... Sounds too
3: good to be true. It's probably a cow patty.
2: Yeah. Uh, there's a few other. I mean, we'll do one more. I got to get the mail back. But Pop Goes the Culture from France, the President Macron, Emmanuel Macron. Uh, there was a riot in France over the last couple of weeks. There was some rioting. The Parisians are not happy. And the President of France is blaming... The rioting on... This is outstanding, Danny. This sounds like a throwback to the 1980s. Blaming it on video games. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. He's blaming it on video games, and he's asking parents to to step in here.
3: Well, before this podcast, I played a video game on my phone, so I think I need a Glock right now.
2: You want to go out and destroy something? Is that what you'd like to do? I, I'm
3: either going to tip a car over or I'm going to shoot up a, an old abandoned house just for some target practice.
2: Yeah. Well, because, you know, I, I, I played Mario Brothers when I was a kid. This guy's in his 40s. What are you doing? <laughs> this guy, Emmanuel Macron or whatever, name, the guy's in his mid-40s. You're not, you're not an old dude. What do you do? You sound like an old man. What's wrong with you? You're a middle-aged man. Shame on you. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip.
1: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right, let, let's get to the mailbag. Here we go. I, again, it's all Ohio out. Al. You give us 30 minutes, we'll give you Ohio out three times. <laughs> it's in
0: the bag.
2: First up on the mailbag, these are actual message, messages. You do not have to wait for me to post on social media. I usually post on our Facebook page. Maybe I'll post on threads as well uh, now that I'm on there. But you can message uh, us and send us questions, Ben Maller show on Facebook, or you can email right now or 10 minutes from now or two hours from now or three hours from now. Send a message to the Real Fifth Hour at gmail.com, realfifthhour at gmail.com, and we may use your question on a podcast. And if you want, podcast love. Make sure you put your name on there and your city so we can give you the proper amount of respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T as the old song went. First up, Mike in Fullerton writes in and says, I, Ben and Danny G. I've noticed the Bennett lineup has been different nearly every single night lately. I thought Steve DeSager did a pretty bang up job this week, but I was wondering if the lack of consistency has been challenging or if you've been enjoying getting to work with such a variety of producers, board ops, update anchors, besides the ones, uh, one whose initials are KW, he says, uh, and he also has a a bonus question. So yeah, Mike, it's been very interesting. It's, it's like a whirlwind is, I feel like the Tasmanian devil when I go in there and I like working with different people. I think it's fun. It keeps me on my toes. And, the great thing about working with the, the different producers is you never know what's going to happen. Like we we had a night the other night, uh, one of our producers had no idea how to use the phone system. He hung up on everyone. There was an echo on the phones. That was interesting. Uh, the podcast has been quite an adventure. I think the producers, Danny, they want to make the listener work to enjoy the radio show podcast.
3: Remember those books that we used to want as kids whenever there was a book fair or the, the, what was that stupid day called where they would deliver the books? Yeah. Yeah. Enough. They, had the,
2: they, had the magazine, it was a fundraiser and you got the books yeah. and, you got and
3: the books plastic, were like plastic. I think it was like, yeah, it was yeah. a Scholastic book fair and the rich kids had a whole box of shit delivered to their desk and your mom gave you enough money to get two stupid books. And I would look at all the rich kids and be like, screw you, you little bastards.
2: Well, remember, too, about those books, as I remember as a child, I was so excited by the name of the book, and they'd be like, Baseball's Greatest Stars, you know, and you'd get it, and it was like 12 pages.
3: Oh, yeah. Like, it would be older players from way back. Like, it wasn't current.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And you'd be like, what the hell, man? I don't know. (laughs) And the
3: rich kids, they got the bookmarks, the stickers, uh, all oh, the yes. all the crap in that scholastic little brochure it was awesome but uh, <laughs> <laughs> back let's see what was the original question
2: well the, the the question was about you know the different producers I've worked with yeah yeah oh yeah
3: there were these books when we were kids you got to choose your own path so it was like if you want the guy with a sword to run towards the shining light, go to page 12. It was Choose Your Own Adventure. Your podcast last week was kind of like that. I tuned into your podcast, Ben, and I started on hour two. I went from hour two to hour four, and I was like, this is awesome. This is like Ben Maller, Choose Your Own Adventure, audio style.
2: Yeah, it's just throwing stuff against the wall, and uh, maybe maybe hour two was better. I don't know, but uh, yeah. outstanding. Just outstanding, so that has been a lot of fun and, and also the, the, the different board ops. Some yeah. board ops play drops. Some don't play any drops. Mm-hmm. Some guys play drops. I like some guys play drops. I hate It's It's an adventure. Now Mike says, Ben, did you enjoy any New York pizza protests while you were in the big Apple? I hope you threw pizza at the mayor's house. Uh, so I, I did see a guy got arrested for, yeah, for throwing pizza in, in lower Manhattan there. I, I, I ate a little bit of pizza from Joe's Pizza and some some places over in Brooklyn, but I did not, uh, did not throw it. Pizza is a very valuable food. I, I feel like you should not be throwing pizza. That's a bad job by you if you throw pizza. Kevin in Kansas writes and says, Dear Ben and Danny G, uh, you often talk about how much stuff you do and buy in California. I imagine that everyone in your state must make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year just to be able to live there. Well, that's quite the imagination. Could you explain how you all manage to live in California giving the given the finances of the Golden State? I've been in the Midwest all my life, so I have no idea how you guys manage. Yeah. Uh Danny, would you like to give a master class on how expensive shit is in California and how you you survive?
3: You set your alarm clock for 445 AM, wake your ass up quickly in 15 minutes brush your teeth, put on deodorant and get dressed, go to job number one. Then after job number one, you eat maybe a granola bar or some top ramen, depending on how much food budget you have for the month. Then you go to job number two. Then after job number two, you come home quickly, take a shower and tell your wife, honey, I'll see you a little later. I'm going to job number three.
2: Oh my gosh.
3: That's how you make it in los angeles california
2: and you know you're doing well if you're ramen you're able to put some garlic powder on the ramen you know oh, yeah. you've arrived and if you can afford salt and pepper you are rich you are an aristocrat the thing that kills me about california is when i go travel around to other states and just by leaving california pretty much every other state other than some other uh states uh, some other big uh wackadoodle states like new york or hawaii but the gas is like a dollar cheaper a gallon and it's the same freaking gas it just kills me it just drives me insane yeah the gas taxes
3: have to be the number one complaint from us at least help
2: us out with gas come on man there's no real rapid transit you have to drive everywhere and they're talking about making some of the roads where they charge you to drive at certain times on the on the highways in California, which is also. Yeah. Just take your up. toll roads and shove them. Yes, shove them up your ass. And I, I have driven a few of these toll roads because my wife loves toll roads. And every time I've had to do that, begrudgingly, there's hardly anyone on them. They yeah. have these beautiful roads that yeah. are wonderful and there's no cars on them because people would rather sit in traffic for four hours than pay five dollars to go on the on the road. And I don't blame them. I don't Isn't it
3: really uh, ironic too how beautiful they're able to make those toll roads.
2: Oh, they're, they're amazing. They're paved and they're they're the lines are perfect and all that picturesque. Next up, Fred in Spring, Texas, right since says, Hey guys, as a as both longtime residents of SoCal, how fluent are either of you in the Spanish language? Really enjoy the show. Well, thank you. For, uh no bueno, no uh, Spanish oh. I know Spanglish, is that That's the term, right? I know broken words mixed together just from I've learned by osmosis. I wish I had learned Spanish. I could barely earn learn English when I was in school. Um, So, yeah, I don't I don't speak Spanish. What about you, Danny? You you speak Spanish? Un poquito. But it's because of Oxnard, California, in
3: my years there for a radio group where the general manager was trying to save money on voiceovers. So he told me you know what, I'm going to have you voice our AM standard station. So he gave me a page of liners and he said, and I also want you to voice Radio Elefante. Radio. Sido escuchando. Racist. So I took lessons from one of the, from the morning drive guy that was on our Spanish station in order to make liners in the recording studio for them.
2: So I, I never had to do that. I worked at my first, commercial radio job was at the Mighty 690, which is a border blaster station in Baja, California. And I recall at midnight and six, I think it was 6 a.m. midnight, and 6 a.m. they'd play the Mexican national anthem, the full version of the Mexican national anthem, which goes on for about seven days. It's like a cricket match. It just keeps going and going and going. And it was it was wild, man, because I, I, I learned I heard that song when I worked there, because I worked some odd hours. I heard that song a ton. And it's fine for the first I think there's a shorter version. The shorter version's kind of kind of cool, but the long version, oh man. It's like a call from Andrea. Uh, how dare you. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at
0: americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States.
1: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Uh, Alf, Alf uh, from the counter at McDonald's writes in says, do you guys miss the good old days when we didn't have, uh, we didn't know trans fats from gluten-free pastas and our servers didn't give a shit if anyone in our party had a food allergy on that note, did we even have food allergies back in the day? I miss my deep fat fried apple pies that were served at the temperature of the sun. That's right. Yes, and and you had that same experience on the Hungry Man dinner when you'd eat the apple tart. Uh, yes. But uh, I I I had I was at the store the other was a couple of weeks ago, and I I did not see any of the Hungry Man dinners with the apple tart. I think they've gotten rid of that. Bad job by them. Anyway, uh, Alf continues. He says, I miss the, the, the deep fried apple pies and all that stuff. Uh, is it just me or did things taste better? I'll take your answer off the air from my front porch while yelling at the neighbor's kids. Probably better that way. Yeah, yell at that cloud uh, cloud up there. So I got an answer to this. All right, there's two things here. Number one is everything tastes better when you're a kid. Everything tastes better, right? You're you, you kid. You, it's wonderful. Mom's home cooking, or whatever your family's, whatever meal you remember as a kid. The other thing is, it is true that as we age, Danny, our test, our taste buds, test buds, our taste buds actually start dying. So food does not taste as good as it did when we were younger. Our yeah, our taste buds start to decline. It's kind of like your eyesight. You know, your eyesight gets worse as you go through the the, the stages of life and all that. But you're born with thousands and thousands of taste buds. And then right around when you turn in your late 40s, early 50s, which many of our listeners are in that age range, you gradually start going down. And 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 so that your taste buds go down and your, your sense of smell also goes down. And so it's a combination of those things. So it does... It does. Have, see that would be a big gold mine if you could figure out a way to regenerate taste buds. So stuff like licorice and you know different uh salt water, taffy and crap like that tastes good. Man, and, my cooking would
3: impress a whole bunch of senior citizens.
2: <laughs> exactly, right? You just you, you you don't have to be a great cook if you're just serving at the uh, the old timers home. You're in good shape there. Well, uh, what else do we have? Air Force Andrew writes in. He's a fan favorite legend. Air Force Andrew, we did an appearance in Bakersfield. Were you were that one, Danny? I, of I, course, I, I was. Yeah, that was, that was a famous. It was uh, I I think the temperature that night was 219 degrees in Bakersfield, and it was was
3: I there? They clocked my first pitch at 95 miles per hour.
2: Uh, my pitch could get a major league hitter out. My uh, my pitch hey, lollipop. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, the EFIS pitch, dominating pitch. Uh, he says uh, Air Force Andrew was at that and got ejected from the game. Was it the first inning and then tried to sneak back in? in the? Uh,
3: he had a disguise on or off. <laughs> what, he turned the hat backwards. Is that what he did, I think? Yeah, he, t- he took his jersey off and he turned his hat backwards. So he was shirtless and he had a hat on backwards. It was a great disguise.
2: <laughs> yeah, and the... I don't want to say security guard, but the person who was pretending to be a security guard for the team came over and said, uh, "Is this guy with your group?" I tried to sneak back into the game. I'm like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he yeah. says, Andrew says, uh, "How much is left in the Mallard tank?" Where do you see yourself retiring? I don't think I'm ever going to retire. You don't retire from these jobs. What what happens? In my my theory has always been the broadcast world will will retire you. But the great thing about the world we live in now is if I can keep you engaged as a listener, I could always do audio kind of, right? We, we, we can take our audience with us because of podcasting. And if we get somewhat close to the same numbers we get on this podcast, if I did a standalone podcast, we'd actually, we could make some money with that. There's money to be made with that. So uh, I don't think I'll ever stop because I I look at so many people, whatever their love, whatever their passion in life, when they stop working, generally it goes bad. And I am, even as as somebody that works all the time, I I don't know about you, Dan, I always have to be doing something. I always have to be busy. If I'm not busy, uh, it's a problem. Yeah. What was it from Shawshank Redemption?
3: Get busy living or get busy dying? Yeah. There's a lot of people, unless you have a major hobby, say you are a golf enthusiast or something like that, then you have something to look forward to and you're traveling to different golf courses and things like that. But if you don't have something like that, then work is your thing. And I'm with you, Ben. I would rather die on the microphone.
2: Yeah, we had uh, from coast to coast, George Norion. He said that's the way he wants to go out. Yeah. The middle of coast to coast talking about the you know some kind of goblins and then all of a sudden <laughs> –
3: Prop me up beside the jukebox, man. <laughs> I die. Uh,
2: and we have seen people that have died on the air. That guy, famously in England, died on the air. We talked uh, about the podcast. OJ writes in from Orlando slash Hampton Roads, Virginia. Uh, careful how you say slash with OJ. Hello, uh, he's uh, he's in. Uh, he says, he, oh, he's in Orlando and Hampton Roads, Virginia. He says, any plans for the next East Coast Maller meet and greet? Also, what was your go to place? that you had to visit while you were in uh, New York. So no plans. I was just in New York. There is a chance I might be going back to the East Coast for something I don't know yet. I'll probably know in the next couple of weeks. And if I do go back again to the East Coast, I will plan. I'll try to throw something together at the last minute. Uh, My my go-tos in New York are Katz's Deli on Houston Street, And then I also have to do the Staten Island Ferry, which is the best free thing you can do in New York. Beautiful views of the skyline in lower Manhattan. You go right by the Statue of Liberty in Ellis Island. It doesn't take very long. It's like a 20-minute ride or something like that to Staten Island. You get off the boat, you run right back on the boat, and it's all free, and it's wonderful, and everything else costs $9,000 to even look at certain things. So uh, I love that. Uh, Jonathan says, uh, we miss Roberto. Matt says, uh, what do you miss most about Roberto? So does Jonathan. Yeah. So I I'm still getting messages. We had Roberto on the podcast announcing he was leaving. I'm still getting messages. about. I, I love Roberto. I, I was not my decision to have Roberto leave the show. He decided to do that on his own and it was better for him and his family. And I'm happy for him cause he's you know, got a young daughter and, uh, it's very important years, you know. You got to keep uh, the kids in line, so when they become teenagers, they're not complete assholes and uh, and all that. And so he's doing the right thing, helping his family out. But I just miss the consistency of Roberto. I knew what I was going to get. We'd work together. It's like when I worked with you, Danny, uh, and you were with me on the show. I, I knew what I was going to get. I knew if I, if I said certain, certain things, you were going to do certain things. And the Roberto, we had been together for so long that we had that same relationship. And it's always different when you bring new people in. It takes a long time. And we haven't even had a consistency. We've had three different board ops engineers every week. So, I mean, I don't make the schedule. And Clearly management smarter than me, but if I was involved, I would have just one person each week and that's how I would do it, but they don't ask me those things. So uh, that's kind of the answer to that. But it's it's like, but I
3: do hear that they're close to making a decision on the one person that's going to replace Roberto. So it shouldn't be musical chairs for too much longer.
2: Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Next up, John in Omaha writes in says, can you work uh, one of your fifth-hour podcasts with just callers doing it live on YouTube? That would be epic. Maybe you could show Danny G Radio screening calls, uh, ground-shaking fun here, the, the behind-the-scenes stuff. So we've been asked this in the past, Danny, and we even though we do the podcast, the podcast is owned by the premier networks and I Heart media and all that, which I believe is a rather large corporation. And I don't know that they would be open to us being on YouTube. I would love to do it. I would, I would, I would do it if they paid us. I don't think they will. Right. Sounds like too much fun for a huge corporation. Yeah. Eh, you might not want to see what we look like while we do the show. Yeah. We'd have to clear it through their attorneys. Yeah, we'll do a a couple of quick ones to get out on this. Matthew, Warrior Raider A's fan, writes in. He says, what's your favorite – a former A's fan. He says, what's your uh, go-to deli when you're in New York? Well, I mentioned Cat's Deli. Not as good as last time I was there, I got to tell you. Maybe my taste buds are the reason. And I went to Junior's Deli. My friend Bob, uh, who does radio in Kansas City, is from New York, the New York, New Jersey area. He said to go to Junior's, which is a deli in Brooklyn. And I did go to Junior's. It was pretty good. Uh, pretty good. And the uh, last one, Josh from Blaine, Minnesota, writes in, says, are you absolutely positive that Mark the full name guy is not Arnie Spanier's spawn <laughs> from the hot tub incident? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Arnie Arnie, and Mark have a very similar cadence. Arnie's actually younger than Mark, though, so I think it would be very difficult. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know the math on how that would work, Danny, but I think it would be very difficult to, to have Mark as the spawn of Arnie. Daddy. The Lakers win. I'll wash your car. Exactly. Well, it is Sunday. You're in Vegas, Danny. I'm in La La Land. I'll be back on the radio tonight if you're on the West Coast, 11 p.m. Sunday night into Monday. But if you're on the East Coast where most people live, that will be 2 a.m. Monday morning until 6 a.m. The coveted overnight shift, which is actually great because the, the last hour is early morning drive. So we actually have more people listening on the terrestrial radio show in the 5 o'clock hour Eastern than we do at the 2 o'clock hour. It's one of those quirky things about the way the clock works. But what do you got going on? Anything to promote here, Danny G? Two more podcasts today
3: from Vegas for NBA Con and then get a fly back home to Burbank Airport and then uh, get a little bit of rest before. The Monday afternoon fun with Covino and Rich, 2 to 4 p.m. on the West, 5 to
2: 7 p.m. in New York City. Be flying into Burbank, beautiful Burbank, which is great. Anytime you can fly out of Burbank and not fly to LAX is a win. You should treat LAX as Chernobyl is what you should do. And you <laughs> wouldn't want to walk through Chernobyl. You wouldn't want to walk through LAX. LAX is an STD. Stay away from it. Yes, it is a nightmare. It is just horrendous. All right, we'll get out. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this and actually listening to the whole thing. Holy crap. You heard the whole podcast. That's amazing. Uh, we'll catch you on the radio tonight and back next weekend on the podcast. And uh, thank you. We'll catch you then.
3: Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go.